0: Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Silver Podcast.
1: Thanks for stopping by. Hey, welcome back to the 212th episode of the Stone Cold Silver Podcast. Reza, happy new year.
0: Happy new year, everybody. Welcome to 2019.
1: 2019. Uh... Very excited to have you back in the time zone. It's been very lonely uh, with you in a different time zone. <laughs> How was the trip overall?
0: Trip overall was good. It was good to spend time uh, with the with latest family. Although what I did notice is that a lot of people, like we didn't get to see a lot of people at times. And I think it's because we were there for so long that people just kind of made the assumption like, oh, you know, they'll be able to make time to see us later.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And before you know it, it was like our last weekend and ah. unfortunately Lane and I both got sick. Layla was a lot uh-huh. more sick, um, right before we Who left. Who got than you May. sick? I have no Who's idea. Who's
1: a public enemy. I have number no one? idea.
0: I'm going to have to periodically like pause myself every now and again during this podcast to like sneeze <laughs> or something. So to the listeners, I will apologize now. If you, if there's like a little like gaps that sound a little awkward, it's probably because I cut out a little bit. Um,
1: okay.
0: Now, like everywhere we went, I don't know if I remember if I mentioned this while we were there. But everybody was sick as a dog there. I don't know no. where that saying comes from. Everybody. Like, when we went to Barcelona... Do
1: dogs get that sick? I don't
0: think so. I have no idea where this comes from. Um, we When we were in, like, Barcelona, when we were going to, like, London on the public transportation, you just constantly hear people coughing and sneezing. Oh, gross. Um, the coughing thing was super prevalent, and Lane and I were constantly debating to ourselves, like... Or amongst ourselves, like... Is that bronchitis? Like because they're so many <laughs> Is smokers, that bronchitis? Or are they sick? Like, yeah. dude, the amount of smokers everywhere you go, just people uh, people are walking around in, in Barcelona, everybody had a dog or a baby. And people like walking down the street with their babies like in that little like uh that front little carrier thing, and they're just like mm-hmm. smoking sick they're smoking cigarettes as they're walking around, like pushing their babies in strollers or in that carrier, like ash falling on their babies' foreheads and stuff. No, so, oh, <laughs> you, that's so bad. You're just like, we're like riding the, the, the metros and whatnot all around the cities. And you just, people are coughing left and right. And it's like, I don't know if that's people being sick or if that is bronchitis. I don't know. Uh So I tried to avoid it. We both did. I tried to, I tried to like not touch my face when we we're riding like public transportation. If we're holding on to like rails to, you know, in, in like the subway, I would try to put my gloves on before doing that. That way I just wouldn't touch it with my bare hands. Um, sure. and still, despite all that, we made it to like the very end, and then we both got sick. I started feeling my throat hurting like yeah. 10 days ago. I was like, I think I got a cold coming in, but it's hard to say because the day before, I think I'd done a lot of speaking. Like, I'd been talking loudly. We were at, we were at, it wasn't a bar, but it was like kind of like a bar like ex- uh, environment. There was just a lot of music being played, so I was talking really loudly. Mm. but still despite that it just felt more like a cold than anything um and nothing like it didn't change like the, not, my symptoms remained the same just a slight pain like a slight soreness in my throat for like a week and it wasn't until i got back that i started getting that congestion ever since then my nose has been like you know a bit runny it hasn't it's not as anywhere near as bad as previous colds that i've had but it's still super annoying i hate i hate having a cold
1: yeah i bet
0: it probably goes without saying right
1: Hundred Everybody hates
0: having a cold. um yeah. But yeah, so Le- Lena and and her mom also got sick too, and we we oh, we geez. weren't spending Everyone's a ton of time. Everyone's just getting hit with this. Yeah, we weren't. We all weren't spending a ton of time together. Her mom was staying at her aunt's house, and Lena and I were staying at her dad's house. So we saw each other, of course, but not a ton. Um. Anywho, it's good to be back home, back on the East yeah. Coast.
1: But tell us, so I feel like you've got a story to tell me about the last thing oh, man. that you did. Yeah, before I never told you a story home, yet. On your way home. All right.
0: So when we went to England, right? We go to England, we took a bunch of bags because Lena was uh, planning, well, Lena and her mom were planning her cousin's baby shower. And so with that, we brought a bunch of supplies over, like candy, balloons, a bunch of things that just either would have been difficult to get in England or just, um, we weren't sure that you can get in England. So Lena got a bunch of this stuff. Ended up t- paying for an extra two bags. One of them was like a 70-pound bag. Oh, so my God. So it was a lot of stuff that we took a ride. when I, I'm I'm sitting there like packing the car. I'm like, what the fudge? Like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Where did so this come much from? Stuff. So much stuff. Do we need this all? We could have just ordered off Amazon in England, right? But when yeah. we got there, like, there are just some things that you don't, you wouldn't even expect or I wouldn't expect that you can't find. For example, regular like eight-cup coffee filters. You know, like, look, the dome coffee filters, they're just, like, non-existent. They only drink filtered coffee, or, uh, filtered, they only drink, um, instant coffee, like, everywhere in Europe. They do, they have, like, espresso, so they, they have Americanos, but drip coffee just, like, isn't really a thing. The only, like, filters that they do have are these, like, single-use filters that you put over your cup, and you can also get the cone filters that, like, the Ninja coffee machines use. Mm-hmm. But you just can't get those like dome. I think they're called dome filters. And Lena oh, okay. was trying to use those for like these little flowers that she was making. She was going to do like she was going to dye them, make these little flowers that like, kind of like they were hanging on a string, kind of as a okay. backdrop for um for some of the walls in the in the room. And mm-hmm. we just couldn't find coffee filters, so we couldn't oh, we no. couldn't properly do that. Um. So yeah. But going back to all the bags. Yeah. yeah right. 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 So all, all going back to the bags. Right. So. When, when you fly, when you fly out the U.S., right? Most of the time, or when you fly with most airlines, you get a carry-on bag and you get a personal item, right? And then, unless yep. you're doing one of those budget airlines and they charge you for a per, for a carry-on, um, but when you travel international, you tend to get one check bag, then you get your carry-on personal item. So, uh, and, and the U.S., they don't weigh your personal item most of the time. So you just have to make sure you fit the dimensions. Now in Europe, they do weigh, they, uh, they do weigh that carry-on, um, So you have to be careful about your carry-on. So we're coming, we're, we're leaving England. I have this, I have basically the same stuff in my carry-on, my, my check bag, my, my personal item, a couple things we have like, um, like, uh, biscuits or cookies, um, just like a few random. You're in America, you call them cookies? Well, yeah. (laughs) Uh, Lena's mom had like a ton of them. So I put like a few in my, in my carry-on because I had extra space, I had extra weight. And, uh, we get to the airport, we go to check in. I was a little nervous because when we had gone to Dublin, we flew Ryanair, which is also owned, I believe, by Aer Lingus. Okay. So they're checking counters at the same spot. Um, and so when we, when we had gotten to the airport on that day, there was a ridiculous line for Aer Lingus to check your bags. When we got here today, not a single person in that line whatsoever. I was like, all right, perfect. Go up. Um, my only concern was like the weight of the bags, but we had, a little scale um so we we had weighed everything beforehand so we pretty confident in everything and so we go up and she's like i'm gonna weigh your carry-ons first i'm like all right cool She so i put my carry-on uh on the uh on the uh scale it comes up at like nine kilograms maybe eight nine kilograms okay. and she's like okay um now your backpack or whatever and i was like no no, no this is my that's th- this is my personal item that's my carry-on she has her. She has a carry on. Lena has a carry on yeah. on the bag on, on the uh, little um, uh, cart or whatever. She's yeah. like, no, you got to weigh that too. She's like, both of them together can only be twelve. I was like, what are you talking about? What twelve? Um, something like that. She's like, I think she said that your carry on could be ten kilograms and your personal bag, personal item, could be two kilograms. I was like, with a laptop? With right? My laptop right. is more than two ki- uh, two kilograms is four point four pounds. My laptop is like, I don't know. It's like I don't know how much it weighs, but it's like seven pounds maybe. So I was like, there's no way, (laughs) there's no way my personal bag is going to be less than this. There's no way anyone's bag with a laptop is going to be less than that. She didn't like, I don't think she fully explained. I think what she was trying to say was that the bags together can only be 12 kilograms. And that was all I had left was like two kilograms. Um, But I was like, I came here with this same stuff in these bags
1: right and you were not charged and i
0: wasn't charged for anything but that's also so so why you getting in charged US, on the back end in the us they don't weigh your carry on but i don't think i've ever done anything where i've been where they've weighed my my personal bag as well i may have but i wasn't over the limit i've never had to pay right. for it before um cuz i've i've been i've flown out of europe you know into and out of europe a few times and i've never had that problem before so because of that my my memory on on like the specific experience is a little hazy but i would never have to pay for it and so i was like no like online it's because I had looked at this because I wanted to check. Sorry about the phone. I wanted to check the the weight of the checkback, and I just I just looked at the uh, the carry on weight too. And so if you look at the link that I sent you, it says airlingus allowance, right? Yeah. So we're looking, looking at it. We're looking at the left side because that's the uh, the international mm-hmm. side, and so it shows the dimensions of the carry on. Then it says maximum weight ten kilograms, which is twenty two pounds. Then yep. it says the maximum size, which, uh, of the dimensions. And these are like three, uh, three bullet points. So that's the second bullet point. And then the third bullet point says specifically, you can also bring one person, one small personal item, e.g. small handbag, laptop, duty free or baby changing bag with the maximum size right. of its dimensions. Now with that specific point, it doesn't say anything about a weight limit for that. So. The way I was right, inter- so if
1: you can carry it exactly. on yourself, yeah. that's the that's right. As long as isn't it's, that the rule of the, uh, yeah, of a carry on like if it fits within the height, weight, and length, yeah, or width, height, width, and length, yeah, you got to be okay.
0: Right, as long as, as like with a personal item, the way I've always interpreted it, or the way I've always hear. Again, this is coming from an American standpoint because in America, or American airlines don't weigh your personal items. Most mm-hmm. airlines, at least, I don't I don't even think Frontier and Spirit weigh your personal item. I've flown with them a decent amount, and they've never weighed my personal items. So. Um, the way I interpreted this was that your carry-on is a maximum weight of ten kilograms, and you can bring a personal ba- a personal item, that being a laptop or whatever bag, as long as it fits underneath the seat of the uh, the chair in front of you. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, that's not what they mean by this, or at least that is not the woman's interpretation of this. Lane, like I was furious, right? Lane's upset, but the thing is you know you're 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 leaving for a flight you're not in a position you don't have the luxury of time to argue we don't know how long this this, this security line's going to be so we can't like sit here and try to sort this out with this person and she's not going to be able to change anything anyway like lena's like "well can we speak to a manager?" she's like "there's not really a manager here right now." I was like "what are you all right um, I was just pissed. I was like, all right, we'll just pay it. She's like, how much is it? She's like 65 pounds, like 65 pounds. Cause I got to pay for this like 10 kilogram little bag that I have. It's a duffel bag, the duffel bag that we took to Brazil or that I took to Brazil. It's that bag. They want to charge wow. me 65 pounds to check that bag. Um, so we ended up paying for it with, um, well, we, we actually tried to do it online because online it's like $35. But once you check in online, they won't allow you to buy, to add a bag. So like, this is just how they get you. Once you've checked in online, you're, you're locked into whatever you've said that you're bringing. And if you decide that you're going to, if, if they tell you that you fudged up and you need to, and you need to pay for an extra bag, I'm pretty sure it was $35. They're charging you 65 pounds at the airport to bring that, those extra bags. We ended up using some extra pounds that we had, which of course we would have used the next time we went. Um, But like. I was very mad because the way this is written on the site, it's like you can also bring a small personal item and it doesn't say anything about the weight of it. But I think because it's under the same heading of this Aer Lingus allowance where the maximum weight is the first bullet, it's just the third bullet in this line. I think what they're trying to tell you is you are allowed to bring this. You're allowed to split your carry-on amongst amongst two bags, so long as that second bag can fit underneath the seat in front of you. But it's only allowed to be 10, 10 kilograms combined. That well, she was uh, like, she had done like the calculation. She like writing the numbers down. She's like, oh well, you can make it work. And I was like, no, we're not doing that shit right now. Like yeah. I already did this stuff last night. My bag, like the bags, the bags are pretty full to the brim. I can't like sit here. I'm not gonna sit here and like do that. I hate being that person because like at, by this point there are a couple people in line behind us. I don't like being that person trying to like yep. take stuff out of one bag, put it into another, reweigh it. Like, oh, you're over by a pound on that bag. Now you got to take something out of the bag and try to put it into a different. I'm not doing that stuff. Like and, and on top of that, like Lena has she has the same situation. Her her bag was bigger than my bag. Like she had her work laptop, which is much heavier than my laptop. She yep. had like her iPad and a whole bunch of stuff in her backpack. Her backpack has like wheels on it and everything. Um and then she had like another bag, which was her personal item bag, but in that she had a bunch of stuff too. So we we made such a fuss about it that she ended up like missing the second bag. So we were supposed to have paid hundred thirty pounds, and we only paid sixty five pounds. Only being relative.
1: I mean, yeah, only because yeah. you shouldn't have paid it for anything in the first place, right?
0: So I'm I'm I I was just standing. I'm like, I'm never flying Airlings again. The whole time, just like I'm no. never I'm never doing. I was so so mad, and uh. The whole time, like, things just, like, kept happening. They just kept, like, pissing me off. I had my, uh, my over-ear headphones on. And I've never, yeah. I, they, they kept telling me, like, take them off. But, like, I couldn't tell why they were telling me to take them off. Like, I put them on. I was listening to music and, like, sleeping or whatever at the same time. And someone, like, taps me on the leg and it's like, oh, you have to take your headphones off. I was like, why? Well, okay, everyone else has got their headphones on? You can't, right. you can't have over-ear headphones on, but you can have earbuds. I finally heard the announcement, like, much later, right uh. before we landed. Um, so you can have earbuds, oh. but I was like, well, that's not gonna, why does that matter? My headphones, they're for, they this is how you get uh, shot. These headphones, they're not noise canceling. They're, they're like noise isolation or whatever, but my earbuds are the same thing because they have that little suction thing in. I have them in right now. It, even if, like, I have no music playing. If you're not speaking and Lena were to come downstairs, I wouldn't know that she's here until, she entered my peripheral. Like I wouldn't be able to hear her coming down the stairs because it blocks out the sound. So why don't you just tell people to take their headphones off before take off and landing. Then they were, right. like, they were making me, I, I hate the, I hate the sun. Like, uh, I was reading a book on my, on my phone. Uh, uh-huh. I was reading a storm of swords. So I got, I got into the, uh, the third song of ice and fire books and the sun was on my phone. So I shut the window and, uh, and, like this is before we're landing. And she like comes over and it's like, I need you to lift your window up. I was like, seriously, yeah. Why? So the whole... Is it
1: because when... I, I know that... Huh.
0: I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I
1: do know that that's... Not, like that... I like... know they
0: do it. I know they, I, I know yeah, they I know do it. Yeah, I've been told to do that. Yeah, well. me too. I've been told to do it I'm as not well. saying
1: that's like a... The, a proper reasoning to do it all i know is that i've been asked to do that before
0: all, all i'm saying like even like i understand it i understand like yeah i've been told it before but in my level of aggravation annoyance and like just anger that i was at at this point everything was setting me off every little thing was pissing me off the one thing is like the people the, like overall my experience with the people on the planes and such were they were really kind like lane and i got we were um like somewhere in the middle of the plane on that fir- on the first flight so we flew from birmingham to dublin and then from dublin to philadelphia we had like a four hour four hour layover in dublin and um when we got on the plane from uh to burn or from birmingham to dub to dublin you're supposed to board the plane from the back because Air Lingus they uh they don't use like the what is it like the sky gates or whatever they call them they uh they use stairs and they board from both the front and the back so they can do it quicker and we're supposed to board from the back so we go to- we get to our seat there's no one in our row It's just the two of us and uh, the entire um, uh, overhead storage is completely taken. I was like, like no no. one's sitting here. How, why are all the spots taken? So we had to like move up a couple of rows to get like one thing up and then move back a couple of rows to get another thing up. Um, I was telling Lana, I was like, I'm not, I'm making sure I'm putting my bag up the whole time because I just paid for, I just paid to not have a carry-on or to not have a personal item, whatever the hell you want to call it, I guess, to not have a carry-on. So my personal item is now my carry-on, so I'm putting it up every time. I couldn't put it up because there was nowhere to put it. Of course, we had a middle seat yeah. free, but still, I'm I'm angry. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah. But when we're getting off the plane, um, because... We were. It was quicker to get off from the front or toward the front rather than the back. But the per, like, there was a person like two spots behind me that like saw, I guess, me putting up my coat and uh, laying his bag. And so like one person like takes the coat down, gives it to me. Another person's like, "Oh, is this your bag?" He like takes the bag and gives it to me too. So I was like, "Oh, the, you know, yeah. these people are kind of yeah. are, are nice." Like yeah. I, I, it's hard. To, it, I don't. It's hard to identify someone's bag. You know, I'm just standing there. So he had no idea really how far back I was. I guess it made sense that. Oh, yeah, maybe this bag is his, but still. Uh, anyway, made it back. Doing all right. Uh, the jet lag Isn't is Isn't it always good real. to be
1: back after a long trip? It is.
0: The the freedom that we have when we're home, just being able to drive wherever we want to do stuff on our own time is really nice. The worst part is just being sick. My my nose is just really uh, uh, aggravating me. Lane and I were thinking about catching a movie today, and I was like, I don't know if I really feel like leaving the house again.
1: How, uh... How do you feel about uh, what's it called? So now that you're home, uh, you're sort of you're still sick. You both are still getting over that. How has the jet lag, yeah, uh, been with all of that on as a as a third thing you had to contend with?
0: So yeah, because the sickness is really messing it up. It's really messing with my sleep. Um, when I when I wake up, like I I usually sleep straight through the night. I I hardly ever wake up, and I'm and even if I do, I hardly ever remember it in the morning. But right now i I seem to like wake up like three, four five times a night and it's because like my nose is stuffed or something like that. Um so that's been messing with things. But I've also been just getting super exhausted really early. I've been a bit achy, like in my back and my uh like my uh my hamstring for some reason. Not I don't oh, no. it's not its like because I'm like working out or anything. I think it's just because it's cold. Um, but I could be wrong about that. I don't know. But when when that like kicked in, I was like, Yep, yeah, I'm going to bed. So um even though I was like like ready and should have been capable of just pushing past it and just kind of forcing myself to stay awake a little later. Um, The first day, I think I fell asleep by like 9 and woke up at 6.30 or so. Yeah. Lena, she fell asleep that day at like 8, maybe 8.30. That was like the first day we got back. We landed at like 4.30, got our bags. By the time we got back to my parents' house to pick up my car, it was like 6.30, well, after we ate, so we got back to our place at like 7, 7.30. Um, uh-huh. I took a shower and, you know, we did a little bit of like unpacking stuff. But we, by the time we were like, by the time we were done with all that, it was like 8.30, Elaine had passed out. She woke up at 2.30, I think she said that day, and she couldn't fall back asleep.
1: Yep, that's, uh, that's the thing, man. I think, I don't know if it makes any sense to, to try this, but, you know, I've told you some some things over the past few days, right? Like the colloquial, not the colloquial, but sort of the... Scradium. The, yeah, the circadian rhythm of just being outside, letting nature sort of start to rewind your clock. Yeah. Uh, the saying goes that for every hour difference you experienced, uh, it'll take one full day to, uh, to bring it back. Now, that is under, I think, normal, healthy yeah. bodies, yeah. right? But if you are already, uh, sick, I can't imagine it. Being on the same timetable, and it probably is going to take you a little bit longer. Um, have you guys been able to? Like, are you guys super busy recently? Are you guys still working out? I feel like those things will help as well, just to get like back into the routine of things. Yeah, I will say I, that it might be helpful for Elena to start drinking coffee in the afternoon, just to you know synthetically keep her up a little <laughs> bit longer, right? So that she's not going to bed that early. Because if you are going to bed that early. Then you will wake up early that's just sort of how it works like i remember when i was in china and i came back i was also like you know waking up at four o'clock in the morning uh, or five o'clock in the morning wired ready to go uh but is, is she like you know she's still doing crossfit
0: so we had paused our crossfit classes for a month which expires today so oh, we great. will be going back on on Monday, but because uh-huh. of the cold, like I wasn't going. I don't like working out, or at least I'm not going to be doing that type of workout when I can't breathe through my nose and like getting snot everywhere, trying to get other people sick. I would be, I'd be coughing up a storm doing those workouts. So yeah, I, what's a
1: little what's a little blood in your lungs? <laughs> no, what's a little blood in your lungs? The,
0: the little bit of blood in other people's lungs when they start showing up to ah, class. You're sick. fine.
1: You're fine. So, it gives everyone that gritty <laughs> feeling that they came to to CrossFit for.
0: So. Uh, I had not gone back yet. Um, Lena hasn't either. She did go for a run today, which I... Today, I'm probably feeling the worst that I felt today, despite the fact that I told you I've been feeling symptoms for like 10 days now. Today's Uh probably the worst it's been for me, and uh, yesterday combined, I guess, with today. Um, Yeah. I, I haven't... I haven't had like a severe congestion but it's just like this constant running of my nose. I just can't seem to get the mucus all the way out ever. Or at least I I, I clear my nose and like five minutes later, it's like, oh, you got to blow again. Like, really? I just did this. Ah. Uh, So she, in terms of like sleep, I was able to stay up. I kind of broke it. I kind of broke the jet lag relatively early in terms of the desire or the need to go to sleep super early. However, I still am waking up earlier than I would normally wake up um, here. Now today... I woke up at. I think I woke up at like seven today. Mm-hmm. Lena was up. She said I think she woke up like at five thirty, and we both stayed up past like eleven last night. So are
1: you are you using this uh, time when you wake up in the early morning besides sending me links on Slack? Are you are you gaming?
0: <laughs> no, no. I uh, God, Reza! I did so so yesterday. So, so today, today, Lena went for a run. I got up, I got ready. Um, we went to Trader Joe's and we were going to go to my parents' house, but, but I can't get my mom sick. Um, so we didn't stop at my parents' house today. Um, we came back, but today I, or yesterday I started, um, one of the new games that I bought over the, over the break, uh, Dead Cells, which is kind of like a 2D platforming Dark Souls-ish, ish difficulty. Um, so I started that. But I haven't really been playing games in the morning at least. Um, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mind. I still got to get back to Battlefield mind. 5. I haven't touched that. I haven't played, I haven't touched any Xbox games since I've been back. I mean, I've only been back since, was it Thursday? Wednesday? Thursday? Yeah. Wednesday. Um, so it's only been like five days, th- four or five days at this point.
1: Okay.
0: It's like the, okay. the whole cold thing is just really screwing with me. I've been, I've returned sick from so many trips this past year.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, when I came back from Grand Cayman, I got sick. So I was flying back with like in the thick of it. Um, I wasn't, it wasn't a cold, but I got that. I got that Um, probably the water poisoning or whatever you want to call it in Italy.
1: Oh my God, that's right. And
0: so my stomach wasn't right for like a week or so Gross. during that. Um, yeah. like I just had such a little appetite. I lost a lot of weight. <laughs> I lost a decent amount of weight during that period because I well, like, that happens when you're spilling your guts out. You know, yeah. And you can't keep any, like you have no appetite for anything. Like, remember you gave me a list of restaurants that I, or like a couple places that I should check out in Rome. Yeah. I just couldn't do it, man. I don't remember if we ever talked about that. I just like couldn't. No, we
1: did. We did. Okay.
0: Yeah. It's like all I, all I had the stomach for at that point was like, I'll take pasta and a little bit of tomato sauce. Yeah. uh... Like
1: literally as bland as possible just so your body won't flat out reject it.
0: Exactly. It's just, it's such a crazy feeling like being mentally aware, like, okay, I'm going to eat this. Like I got to eat this because I know it's what's good for me. Right. Like I'm going to force myself to eat even though I don't have an appetite, but then it's another thing when you eat and then your stomach feels like it's on fire. Maybe not fire, when it's like cramping up super hard and the only thing that makes it feel better is just like throwing up. Yeah. Like that, that is such a, it's such like a a crazy thing. When we went to the Vatican, I, I I don't think I ever felt like any worse than that and we couldn't find a bathroom that I could, like I could use. So we had to just go all the way back to our place before, so I can get to a bathroom and then just pass out again. Oh my God. Yeah. So. I I would say the cold is probably the worst thing. But overall, I would say the trip, the trip was really nice. It was really good spending time with family. It was definitely a touch too long, I think. Just like, Uh, it's just being like, like just, just being away from home for, for so long. And
1: yeah, a month is a long time to be away. Yeah.
0: And we didn't like, we didn't need, like it was, so it was her brother's graduation, which was at the beginning of the trip and the baby shot, which was at the tail end. Um, while I was like super productive in the first two weeks work wise, The last, like, week and a half, I wasn't as productive, and that was also partially because it was, you know, Christmas time, New Year's time. There was just always something happening on those days. I never told Mm -hmm. you about, like, the Ninja Warrior experience that I did, did I?
1: No. What?
0: Yeah, so there's this—
1: You're going to wait until now? I
0: completely forgot. So let me see if I can pull up a link for you really quickly.
1: You're telling me you were part of a—
0: No, 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 no. It's, um, so, like, um, it's— it's in Stoke-on-Trent. Little, uh, I, I find these it's like city names hilarious. Like Stoke hyphen on hyphen Trent. Oh yeah. Um, it's like it's in a warehouse, very similar to like a trampoline park, and okay. they just have like ninja warrior style like obstacles to do in there. So you can actually literally see the 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 actual stuff that we were doing in this area. Um, I think if you click on at, yeah, if you click on activities, you can kind of see i guess just a couple of pictures really of some of the stuff that they have oh but there was like an adult section and there's a kid section right yeah now the kid section adults can go on too they have all sorts of stuff like at the beginning you know um the original japanese ninja warrior I actually never really watched american ninja warrior so i'm assuming there are similar trials there's like the thing where the slanted walls you got to jump from left to right to left to right like four or five times before you get to the first platform there was that that was the very beginning Now, the second task, right? I did the first one, no problem. Second task is the little cylinder, like the long, it's like a 10 foot long cylinder with that spins when you step on it. So I, I, you know, I'm obviously aware of it coming going right into it. It's me, Lena and her brother. And so Lena or uh, her brother, uh, Courtney and I, we both make it across and we're waiting on Lena. And I was like, I'm going to clear the platform, just go so she can, you know, get here. But I'm like, okay, I know this thing spins. I don't want to like fall and twist my ankle. It's, um, there's a uh, like mattress padding underneath you, whatever like uh um, like gymnastics pads underneath you i'm like, okay, I got this i'm gonna just go cautiously across i don't know like how much weight it takes to influence this thing, so i'm gonna go a little cautiously. I know the way to really go across is fast, but I'm nervous about going fast, so i'm going a little slow. take like two steps right, and I lose my balance
1: oh no, and i didn't
0: fall to like one side, I kind of like fell like right down like the middle of it, right. I land and I hadn't like fully caught myself like from my body's like turning, I guess. So I didn't land on my foot. Well, I land on my foot, but like my foot rotated. And so oh, I just tw- I twisted my ankle so bad. Um, how bad? Oh it was horrible. And uh Lena thought that I had fallen like hit my balls and she thought it was funny. Like she couldn't help herself from laughing. And then she yeah. realized I was really hurt. She just felt horrible. Um it was uh it it, it sucked. <laughs> I had to sit out. I sat up for like three to five minutes just for it to like kind of stop for some yeah. um, there wasn't like most of the stuff there in Ninja Warrior, at least, is a lot of like upper body stuff. So, I didn't need my my legs too much, my foot too much. I just kind of needed to walk from from tr- from uh, obstacle to obstacle. And it, I've I twisted many an ankles as a kid, so I knew that this wasn't as bad as it could have been, um, but it still didn't feel good the uh it was a lot of fun though like there's um you know the in like the ninja warrior they have like the two rings and like the two bars that you're supposed to like kind of pull yourself across so you ha- you're holding on to two rings like uh, or a ring in each hand and on uh and they're suspended by two parallel bars but every now and again there's like little like uh like steps so to speak in the uh in the bars so you Uh gotta like pull yourself across but then you gotta like push your arm up forward and like over the little obstacle that was a lot of fun there was a warped wall but it was probably only like nine feet so it wasn't that hot that high the first time i went up it my my shoe came that came uh so i had to i had to slide back down to get my shoe back on um and then like the kids, so like you're in there for an hour, you pay 10, 10, pounds for an hour and every half hour, they change groups out the second half hour of our session. This huge group of kids come in and like these kids, there's are just so many kids that like, they can't keep up with them. So these kids are just like all over the place going backwards, forwards. There was what I said, like the adult section, but kids were using it too. And eventually it just becomes like a madhouse. You just take an obstacle whenever you can and then get out the way. So, uh, yeah, th- that that was a lot of fun laneness still says that was like her favorite day just no long-term
1: was... ankle damage
0: no i can still feel it though i can still feel it. like if i if i if i literally like recreate it almost like if i put my ankle or my like the side of my oh, foot God, down on the dude. ground ah! and i just like keep applying pressure i can feel it so it's probably just like some type of bruising or whatever but it'll go bruising
1: or a light tear maybe you mm-hmm. think
0: no no tear definitely no no tear, tear? no 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 As they light bruising, maybe, if anything, still a little bit of swelling, but yeah.
1: Yeah. All right. It's just like,
0: it's funny, like, it's funny doing stuff like that because you're just super consciously, you're like very consciously aware of how each, each activity can go wrong and hurt yourself. When you're a kid, you just don't have those fears whatsoever. As an adult, it's like everything is going to be painful. Everything has the potential, at least, of being painful. And so you start overthinking stuff. I will say, oh, one of the, one of the cool ones, they could have, you know, like a fireman's, a fireman's pole. They had, um, they had, uh, I think it was like five or six fireman's pole, poles, like set up across a gap. And so you mm-hmm. had to like, they were, um, kind of zigzagging across. So, um, you like, your first, the first one was like just, extend your right arm forward and you grab onto it and then the next one would be your left arm then the right arm left arm but you can't just like do it that simply you gotta like get your whole body like uh, suspended and grab onto this thing and like transition that was a lot of fun you gotta like grab onto it like get prop your both your feet up kind of rotate your body to grab onto the one behind you then make the transition there's a lot of like upper body strength i definitely found that or I, f- I feel like crossfit has certainly helped me a lot when it's, when it's come to those activities i was able to do most obstacles there except for the stupid one where i where i twisted my ankle i didn't try that one again
1: oh man okay well i'm glad there's no long term damage yeah yeah me Cause too cuz that would've been the dumbest thing to come back with someone
0: was like when we were leaving don't come like you know i i hope you don't like i hope nobody comes back with like an injury or something like that like, or like a long term injury whatever they said um yeah yeah i was like five minutes in Russ has got the injury
1: okay oh man Jesus Christ that's like when I went to uh July 4th last year uh and oh, I yeah. like basically broke my finger like five minutes in right broke my, broke my pinky five right in. um but uh I'm glad that there's no long-term damage and we never talked about that but I'm glad that that's something that you guys were able to experience that's not something that you would theoretically do but I think that with a month there, you know, you yeah, definitely yeah. be like, "Oh, dude, this is totally something we should be uh, we should be doing."
0: Right. Her uh, her brother Lane and I would would go to the gym a decent bit, and so, um, especially those first two weeks at least. Yeah,
1: and that's so, also great too. Yeah,
0: and we were definitely slacking on it at the uh, at the end. So, I still have that bit of like sluggishness. I think. Mm-hmm. Um. So it will be interesting going back to cross it, but like I really haven't been out of it for too long, so it shouldn't be that big of a deal. I say I would say the worst or the hardest thing for me is going to be picking up that, like, endurance again, being able to uh, keep up for, like, 15, 20 minutes of workout and just keep moving because that's the hard part.
1: Yeah. Um, What is – I can completely empathize with that. We just started getting back into the 2019 running regimen, and uh, we took our first class on Thursday. And it's the standard distance one hour running class that we take. Now, granted, you're not running for an entire hour, right? Like, you do it in intervals, two minutes, one minutes, three minutes. And there's a lot of like, you know, you're running up hills, you're running flat out, you're running at different speeds. Right. So, and if you need to, you can take a break. Like, there's, there's no reason why you can't just stop running. Uh, I pushed a little too hard on my, on my first class back. <laughs> and it was the hardest running I had done in a while, where the last four minutes, you're running at like 100% of whatever like whatever you have left in the tank. You need you to run at 100% for 1 minute and mm-hmm. you do that twice. So you do it for 1 minute and then you take a 60 second break and you do it one more time. Okay. So the first time I ran at a 10.0 on the uh, on the treadmill and I just feel like I'm just I'm running as hard as I can. and take a break and then just as I'm about to do it the last time my friend next to me Greg, he goes, "You're running at an 11 now." Cuz he's he's like a really accomplished <laughs> runner. Yeah, yeah. And I so like, I go, okay, uh, Greg, fine. What you're talking about? I said, fine. I did it at 11 and I ran for the, and it was like the longest 30 seconds of my life. I wasn't able to do it for the full minute, but yeah. at the end of the 30 seconds, I thought to myself, I can barely feel my feet on the treadmill. I'm mm. afraid I'm going to fall off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, so I, I turned it down a little bit, but even afterward, when it was time to rest... I felt like I was going to throw up, and that was the hardest I had run in a very long time. I didn't even feel like I needed to throw up on marathon day. Wow. That's how hard I was running. Yeah. And so I basically, like, I was, like, keeled over, walking slow, and then him, uh, Greg, and Pat are both, like, dude, put your hands, like, on your head. Right. Keep them both elevated. Yep. Why, why? Why do you do that? Do I have you no know idea. Why? Everyone that. but it, it. helps. <laughs> I tried. It helps that. a ton, though. Does it?
0: Do you feel like it helps? I just do it because that's what they say you're supposed to uh, do. So I, just I do did it, it. I don't know. and it
1: helped me start feeling much less like motion sick, much I less see. nauseous. Uh, and so that was that was something. I see. Um, yeah. Um, and so we're doing it again on Thursday. I'm gonna run later. I gotta run 90 minutes. I'm basically doing a half marathon training schedule where I'm trying to increase my speed. So this year what I'm also doing is I'm running outside, but I'm also doing a little bit more lifting. Um and so hopefully I can uh I can get rid of this gut and or at least just tone it up a lot, you know? Mm-hmm. I think that, you know, with twenty nineteen, um that's gonna be one of the big goals that I have. Uh when we were celebrating New Year's, my really good friend Kate, she does this thing where every year there's a word and it's the theme of the year. And last year uh, when I had lost my job, uh, and I went on New Year's trip, the word of the year for 2018 was grind. And, and I think I exhibited that not only through Q1, which you're very intimately aware of, uh, but really through the rest of the year and all manners of things that I was doing. And for, uh, 2019, this year, I said that my word is achieve. And so grinding and achieving, you know, are sort of, uh, I guess the continuation of of one's efforts, hopefully, right? And I'm hoping that, you know, the work that I'll put in, uh, I'll be able to reap. Basically, I'll reap what I sow. And I'm hoping to continue to work as hard as I did before, maybe even harder and smarter. In you know, personal physical fitness, professional stuff, my relationships with people. um, Just trying to achieve more than I did last year. Not to say that last year, I didn't achieve a lot. I think I achieved a, a great deal. Right, right. But... Uh, but just continuing, you know, just uh, yeah. always always moving on up, you know. Uh, and so my question to you, seeing as how we're getting back into the physical fitness and kicking off 2019, what is like your – do you have a theme? Do you have a word for 2019 that you'd like to just hmm. think about? You don't have to say it right now, but just
0: – Let me think about the word for a moment and I'll tell you – there is one resolution. I don't make resolutions most of the time. Um, I think a lot of time people make resolutions and they're like super broad. Um,
1: yeah.
0: A lot of times people say they want to, they want to uh, lose weight, right? Like that's, the, that's the big one that everyone does. That's why your gym is always super crowded for the first like month or two of the year and then not so much afterwards because people don't stick with it. The thing that I did, um, I got a, an email from Google. It says, uh, here's your 2018. So I keep location services on my phone. And so they can see um, different locations that I go to, whether it's across the U.S. or even across the world. I traveled to 63 cities this year. Uh, I saw eight countries. Damn,
1: 63 cities?
0: Yeah, 63 cities. Now, a lot of those are going to be... What? Uh, a lot of... Yeah, a lot of those are going to be, like, because of, like, road trips, because I, I drove to Indiana twice. And I think they might count them, like, if you say stop for, like, an hour. So, Lane and I had stopped at, a I think it was a Raising Cane's, I think that's the name of the restaurant, with the, the Chicken Finger Restaurant. Is that a city? fast food spot? No, no, no. It was just like... It's like a fast food restaurant. And we stopped in some random city in Ohio when we went there. I don't know if they count that as... Do you
1: know what the city is called?
0: No, I don't know where it was. It was just a random place. Is
1: it big enough to be called a city?
0: I would imagine that it was... (laughs) I mean, everything's technically a city, right? So I don't know. Well, no. I mean, like, like, I can... So... I'm looking at the map right now. This is Uh just like a a picture, so I'm not actually looking at the 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 Google thing. So like, where I live is gonna count as one. New York is gonna count. Um, I went to Florida, a couple cities in Florida last year. Um, I went to Denver and a couple places within that within that area of Denver. Like, I can see like four pins are near uh, in in like Colorado, and I went to Denver one time. But we went to a couple of different places in Denver. I don't know what they're calling, like how many places they're calling cities that I visited, but they are definitely a few. I also went to L.A. and San Diego, and I see multiple pins there too. And we did visit uh, Mexico, but it was relatively brief. But I'm not sure how many cities are giving me in that area too. So it's kind of hard to say. Like I see a huge cluster along the East Coast, and then that stretch that we drive from uh, Pennsylvania or from Delaware, To Indiana. So I think we're getting a decent amount of cities there, and they're being a bit forgiving or uh, lenient with what they're counting there. Yeah. But I traveled to eight countries and I think that's that one, exciting I think that one's accurate so obviously like the U.S. there's uh I yeah. think they're counting Puerto Rico as one as well
1: you can't count Puerto think Rico they as I mean, a different I country I, I
0: can't tell because I can't I can't click it so it's not telling me which ones
1: they're applying to become the 51st state
0: yeah well you can use know.
1: U.S. dollars they have no other currency <laughs>
0: you can use your cell phones too Um <laughs> Ireland and England Spain yep. Italy Qatar yep. uh South Africa am I missing something? When were you in guitar? There? Oh, right. Because Change of the over, layover. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we got out of yeah. the airport. We did that little tour of the city for a little bit. Yeah, so that was fun.
1: Um, I was like, you went to guitar and you didn't tell me Like you had to tell me. You went
0: to <laughs> <guitar>. But <laughs> one of the things is so like, that's not even the point. One of the things that it shows is how many times I went to, um, uh, CrossFit. And it shows that I went 58 times. Now I did take two months off this past year, but I was like 58 times. That's, that's a lot less than I would expect that I would have, than I would have, uh, than I would have wanted, I guess So. That was one of my goals. It's not like a, I want to get stronger. I want to lose weight. It's just, I want to go more often. So rather than trying to go like three times a week and being cool with that, I'm going to make four times my goal yeah. and try to hit five as well sometimes. Um, for me nowadays, it's like, oh, I hit three usually like most weeks and then every now and again I hit four. But now it's like, all right, four should be my norm and five, five should be like a stretch for each week.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: Um, so there's that. Um, In terms of like a theme, I don't have a word for it, but I got to get a job like I'm 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 uh, I'm on the cusp of graduating now. So I was just thinking I need to I need to schedule a committee meeting, which is a difficult thing to do when you got to get like five people or six if you count me into a room at once and uh talk about my progress. So I need to schedule. I need to work on scheduling a meeting for February like now, and then hopefully I'll be ready to defend in April. So when that comes when when that happens i'm i'm able to start working now it's not too early to start applying now so that's kind of where i am like in what what like just like a realistic starting my career finally that's that's my big theme
1: yeah all right okay um that's really exciting i know you said that the new year's resolutions that people often have can be very broad. Yeah. Do you and Elena prescribe to new year's resolutions or is it just another new, like another new year is the same as last year, like January, isn't any different than March. Um, how do you approach new years?
0: I tend to not do new year's resolutions. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I guess I, I I think she's similar. Yeah, but we never really discuss it, so I can't speak for her. Um, yeah, a lot of times I do think I do have that kind of feeling, like oh, uh, you know, it's we're still moving on. Like I know it's a, it's like an easy, just like break point for people to say like oh, this is a new chapter of our life or whatever it is because the year changed. But you know, we just float straight from December to now. I I can't believe how fast this last year went. When I think about things that oh my I was doing God. a year ago, when Lane and I were, we were just thinking like oh wow, the Super Bowl was a year ago. Like we're back in the we're back in the NFL playoffs again. I cannot believe it's been a year since then. I have a lot of memories from the past year. I've done a ton of stuff over this last year, but still, it doesn't like change the fact that when I look back, like wait, that event was a full year ago now. A full year ago. Yeah. So. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Generally, like there are there are there's certainly like a a place for reflection. I think when it comes to New Year's for me, I tend to not make as significant of a deal of it when it comes to making a resolution or things that I want to change. But I think I do... I think I still do do some reflection when it comes to it. Yeah. Think about some things that at least I want to change on some minor level, but I think that we should always try to do that throughout a year rather than just at the end, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, okay. Alright. Um, 2018 was a, was a pretty big blast for both of us. Uh, I think you and I both went through... Uh like we both experienced a lot of great successes that we shared with each other, which I think will be exciting and I think selfishly what's been great about the podcast is like a lot of small successes while we will totally be lost to, to history and like our you know our slack <laughs> because we don't have the uh the pro version of slack so we can't we don't have an archive history that we can uh, access but what's been great very selfishly about the podcast is. Our ability to record the small th- the small things, small mm-hmm. moments, and I don't know if you've ever really listened to any of these episodes, but I like the idea of having access to them. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're very right about and, that.
1: And I'm sure a lot of them will be super cringy uh, when we look back on them,
0: especially the first few.
1: Oh my god, ugh! But it's about finding your footing. <laughs> yeah, it's like the, like uh, Carolyn and I are rewatching the first season. uh are rewatching The Office. Uh, we just finished The Good Place on Netflix. Oh, yeah. We love The Good Place. Well, what I especially like about that show is the 20-minute, 30-minute length of that show. Yeah. And that's what I love about The Office. We can watch one episode, maybe two, and it still doesn't feel like a massive investment. Um, and so the first season of The American Office is pretty different than the rest of the season. Like, It really hits its stride in seasons two and three. Yeah. Some I call it the golden age of The Office. I, I like all the seasons. Still,
0: still a, a dream.
1: Yeah, right. Um, but that's sort of like the beginning of our podcast, which is finding our footing, deciding that we didn't want to opine on modern events. Because like, think about it. If you and I decided to do that 200 and some episodes and all we're doing is talking about Trump every episode, that gets kind of, to be kind of boring too. Yeah. And it kind of overshadows, uh, unfairly, a lot of things that you and I are going through. And yeah. I'd rather this be about us and about <laughs> what you know, what we're going through separately and together. Uh, so that when we listen to this at some point in the future, it's like it's fun to just. It'll be just fun to have. Yeah, I'd, I'd much rather have the option of look, listening to it than to not have it.
0: Yeah, no, I hear you. I was actually just talking to Lane a bit yesterday. When I so yesterday, um. After we like got in, we were chilling and stuff. I I played. I, I came down to the basement to uh to game a little bit. I was playing that game Dead Cells, right? Mm-hmm. And um, when I came back out, Lena was like, "Oh, were you playing with Stan?" I was like, "No, I just playing so like single player games and stuff." And I was just saying how we it's difficult to kind of get on the same schedule now, and and like spend time gaming, especially like on a Saturday or Sunday afternoon. Um, I was saying how like a lot of times your free time to play is maybe like half an hour each morning, and that isn't necessarily what I'm going to be able to be to be on. And so the nice thing about the podcast is that this is like a still schedule thing that we're doing um every week where we get to speak to each other. In the past, we would talk like every night on Xbox live and that's kind of a, a rare occurrence nowadays. Right. But I'm also right. finding that with a lot of my other friends too, like Mark and Brandon. Like I, I don't talk to these people anywhere near as much as I used to. And It is unfortunate, but it's also just kind of a side effect of growing up.
1: Yeah, yeah, and uh, it's, you you end up just sort of starting to find more and more, uh, what's the term? What am I thinking? It's not like more happiness per se, but you you end up looking for more and more, uh, I guess happiness is it, but like a fulfillment. That things are more fulfilling. Uh, in, in areas that are traditionally not there. And so, you know, as much as we will sort of wish that we uh we have more time to play video games or more time to just relax and chill or do all those things. Like we're I think what we're doing is we are maybe supplanting uh the traditional avenues and wells of where we normally get happiness with new areas that are just as if not more fulfilling. So yeah, that's that's absolutely. something that I've had to come, uh, not come to terms with, but just sort of uh, you know, just understanding. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Great. Well, happy, uh, like, like sure. I said, uh, yeah. Let's uh, let's wrap it up. I'm just really happy you're back.
0: All right. Sounds good. Oh, All right. Man. I'm Russell.
1: I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. See you guys next week. Yeah.